Then you never know what your potential is Or your room for growth Use your brain, stop being a hoe Sick of people acting so basic Sick of brainless racist faces Always with the hatred Guess it's never changing What is this, the matrix? This is why I'm blazing This is how I'm facing Bitch, wait, what? What am I doing? Created a movement Won't ruin what you are pursuing But I wake up every morning Never yawning Cause I, I wake up with the intent To make today my bitch And I don't need it You talking so just shut your lips Cause I'ma make it Yeah, I'ma make it I'ma make it, I'ma make it Lord have mercy, I'ma make it I wake up with the intent to make the day my bitch And I don't need it, you talking so just shut your lips I'ma make it, yeah I'ma make it, I'ma make it, I'ma make it Lord have mercy, I'ma make it What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, episode 32 of the What Did Adam Say show in honor of Hemp History Week, which was last week. Uh, but as we all know, things were pretty hectic with uh, all of everything that was going on last week to try to change the world. We're protesting and it seems like they did. It seems like we did that. So in honor of Hemp History Week being last week, I wanted to come on here and just talk about hemp. Um, it is hemp season. We are in full swing. At this point, we've had plants in the ground for two weeks already, and we're ahead of last year by far. Um, and we're looking at some expansion. We have some meetings this week. Fingers crossed that everything goes good. Uh, if you are watching, make sure you hit that share button uh, and as well as subscribe if you are uh, listening to this instead of watching this. And yeah, like I said, today is all about hemp, baby. Let's talk about CBD. But first, let me let me light this shit. Hold on. Oh yeah. We can't talk about cannabis without lighting some cannabis. That would be wrong. So there's that. This is some uh, Utopia. Super fire. One of my friends grew it. Hey hey Shayla, how are you? I feel like today is going to be a good show. So I really want to teach you guys about hemp. If you have any questions while I'm talking, please don't hesitate to comment uh, and ask a question. This is my favorite thing, educating on, on anything, but especially cannabis. So uh, let's start with the basics, right? Cannabis is hemp. And it's also marijuana. They're the same plant. The only difference is... Marijuana has 0.3% THC or more, and hemp has less than 0.3% THC. Literally the only difference between hemp and marijuana. Same exact plant, grows the same exact way, so everything I'm about to say goes for hemp and marijuana if you're an at-home grower or something like that and just wanting to pick up some new things. So, 
the the absolute basics cannabis is dioecious which means that there is a male and a female and the male pollinates the female and creates seed to keep the genetic going on now there is a hermaphroditic trait in every single cannabis plant that you grow and it has this in case at the end of the season it didn't get pollinated and it needs to survive it will kind of go into panic mode and make itself create seeds this is called being a hermaphrodite every cannabis uh strain has that in the genetics of it it's in the genetics of cannabis so that being said you can grow a plant from either seed or from clone now for seed i'm growing a couple over here this is traditional cannabis what what people call marijuana and i don't think it's gonna come on It's not, it's just not zooming the right way on the plant, but on, on, uh, come on, baby. You know, you wanna, you know, you wanna, it's getting close. Uh, all right. We'll do with that. Well, there we go. So on a seedling, this is a seedling. The first thing you'll see is these leaves. They are called the cotyledons. This is the first set of leaf on any plant that pops open on a seed. It'll pop this open, and then what'll happen is you'll get this, this next set of leaves. That's called your first set of true leaves. Now, with, with seedlings, it grows completely symmetrical. So whatever way, branching structure is on one side will also be on the other. That is completely different from, and if you're growing from seed, you, you have the choice between regular seed and feminized seed. Feminized seed has a 99.9% .9 chance of being a female, Sometimes that hermaphroditic trait just comes out on its own with fem seeds, though. Um, and then there's also regular seed that could be either male or female, 50-50 shot. Now, with clones, not only is the plant not symmetrical, as you see here, you'll see that this is, it's called internodal spacing. So this is a node right here of the plant. This is also a node of the plant, and then it keeps going up, node, node. So the space in between is called internodal spacing. Now with this, typically with a, with a seedling, this branch here will be exactly the same way across there if it's a seedling. But on a clone, they space differently. They're not symmetrical. They stagger up the plant. Not exactly sure why this happens, but... It's something that happens with clones. Now, with clones, if you clone off of a female plant, you will get a female plant. That is how this works. So no matter what, it guarantees that you have females. And unless a male comes into your garden and pollinates, then you will get a female. It's as simple as that. So that's the main difference between getting started with, with cannabis and hemp. What's up, Chris? What's up, Amanda? I just wanted to talk about hemp today. I was just feeling it. I was feeling it. Hemp History Week. We're about to be back in the malls tomorrow. We found out that the mall is opening. Um, and yeah, so I got to get back to talking about this all the time, right? Uh, still going to be going live even when the malls are open, even when everything's in full swing. I plan to keep doing this show. So don't you don't you worry, your little faces. I know you were all so worried that I would disappear after taking the week off last week. But I'm back. I'm da -na 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 -na. So 
All right. So now we're back. We're past like the, the absolute basics of growing hemp. Uh, like I said, the, you can grow from seed or you can grow from clone. Uh, there's also something called tissue culture where you could literally just take a little piece of a plant, put that into like a culture thing and create a, a plant from just the little clipping of a plant. It's pretty crazy. Uh, that's that's Andy's wheelhouse. You learn how to do that stuff. Give me cloning and seedlings. I like that all natural approach, you know, <laughs> um, with, with cloning, you can literally you take a plant, you cut the, the top of it off, put it into we use a little cube and then it gets roots and then you put it into the ground and it becomes its own plant. So everything you cut off can just become its own plant. And cloning is technically infinite. You just keep going forever and ever and ever. Um, so, yeah. Um, from there. That got me thinking when I was kind of just thinking, like, what are the basics of hemp and cannabis? It got me thinking about last year's crop. And man, that's exciting. Like I said, we're already in the ground this year in the tenth of an acre. We have 100 plants going. We knocked down um, like a decent chunk of our garden to actually grow uh, veg vegetables. We're growing potatoes and sweet potatoes and turnips and corn and peppers and, and hot peppers and raspberries and strawberries and apples. Like we're growing a lot of stuff. Um, we sacrificed part of our hemp f uh, section to grow traditional vegetables in lieu of everything that's going on. You don't know what's going to happen, right? So we want to have a little bit of extra food supply just in case you just, you just never know. Um, so man, it got me thinking about last year. This, this was, uh, our, oh, actually, hold on. Um, I wanted to show you guys, I forgot that I, I queued up this video. I have a video showing you the difference between a male and a female plant. If you do grow from seed, this is very important when you're growing out in a field. If you're growing from regular seed, you want to make sure that you get rid of your males as soon as possible. They drop pollen before your females start flowering. Makes sense, right? The pollen is already dropping. It's already around. The bees are carrying it, and then the, it starts flowering. As soon as it starts flowering, it catches the pollen, and it creates uh, seed sacs, essentially. And that's how you can cross strains and, and everything like that. That's also how you just keep the genetics going. I think it also resets it when you do it that way. I'm not entirely sure about that. I think I remember Andrew saying that. I've learned a lot from him. Um, so this is a video we made for TikTok, but apparently TikTok doesn't allow anything to do with cannabis. Shame on you. You allow people shaking their ass and doing a bunch of crazy shit, but you don't allow hemp fields. Uh, so here's a video that we made on how to identify males and female plants. Hey guys, today we're going to teach you how to identify males. Oh look, a male. Oh look. A male. <laughs> All right. All seriousness aside, um, quick, real quick, plants, uh, cannabis plants can be either male or female. So the, the real takeaway here is that you'll see little, like, petals. You see right in here in the notes, you'll see those are petals. You can see it. And this is the early signs of uh, pre-flower. All right, and now here, on the contrary, you see in the same position, in the crotch here, you'll see like a, uh, a pistol shape, uh, like a bulb, but with a hair growing out of it. 
So, yeah, that's literally the difference between a male and a female plant. And if you're listening to this, you can check it out on YouTube or Facebook um, or Twitter and you can, uh, you know, see the difference. If um, if you're watching and you are growing from regular seed and you need help identifying your plants in your local, I'll try to come out to you. If I can't come out to you, technology is really great. These cameras are awesome on these phones. So. You know, we could FaceTime or whatever, or even go on onto here. I can help you identify whether it's a male or female, probably from your phone. I've been doing it quite a while. And when we do it at scale, having hundreds of plants, you really get a good eye for identifying males and females. Um, so Amanda said that she just started germinating five seeds, hopefully not too late in the season, but I'm excited. Never grown myself. It is definitely not too late in the season. Yes, you are missing out on some of the best UVB lights. Yes. Uh, you are missing out on a part of the growing season because we're having perfect growing weather right now, but it's never really too late. Um, like those, the, the plant you just saw, those are, those are going to go into our traditional cannabis side of the farm and that's going to be grown outdoors, you know, like, so that's, it's never too late. And I'm actually germinating with the sun. Um, I haven't used any lighting, any, any artificial lighting on there every day. My house, the, the roof faces North South. So what, what that means is I have windows on the east and windows on the west. So I can catch full sunlight throughout the whole day if I leave the plants in the east windows until about 2, 3 o'clock and then move them over to the west windows and leave them there till it gets dark. And then before I go to bed, I move them to the east windows so I don't have to think about it at 5 o'clock in the morning when the sun's coming up. And by doing that, I am literally just germinating seeds with the sunlight. I haven't used literally any other light no electricity no anything um so yeah it's it's pretty cool what you could do with the sun um and i would be glad to help you amanda and you'll be coming to the farm soon anyways so you'll be getting some hands-on training um which will be cool for you um so yeah like i was saying it got me thinking about last year's farm and oh man it it's brought back some memories y'all this was this was the farm last year. I believe this was like uh, July, maybe uh, late July. The plants were probably up to my neck. The ones in the middle there and to the right. Um, as you could see, there's kind of a size difference in that field, right? So there's there's six rows, um, and the first row is all clones from a different grower they didn't come out that great whatever genetics they had were kind of shitty we only got like a half a pound per plant off of those uh and then b and c row because we have six rows that are labeled a b c d e f and then uh one through whatever number on the rows for plants we identify every plant so that way andrew and i when we're walking through our field we can we can be like hey andrew d6 is having a problem with corn borers and then he writes down a note in, in the in the log book and we're able to know exactly what plant it is it's also important for when we're taking strains we don't even uh, uh when we're taking clones we don't even have to write down what strain it is or anything we just put d6 and then our log book we know what strain that is because we put it in our log book um so yeah like i said a b and c the first three rows they look kind of smaller compared to d e and f you can see three rows there's like spaces between them um that is because the first row was clones not too great the second and third row 
with a strain called Otto, O-T-T-O, and it was god-awful. It was the worst strain in the world. It didn't get a lot of a lot of buds on it. It smelled bad. It was the hardest one to shuck, but it was really tall. This is a plant picture of one of them. Hold on, I got to get the full effect. <laughs> got to take the banners away. <laughs> so yeah, that is me standing up as tall as I possibly can, reaching up as high as I possibly can, and the top of that plant is still out of frame. Uh, that plant was very, very, very tall and still produced less than uh, the plants that you see in the third, fourth, and uh, I mean, fourth, fifth, and sixth row, like uh, 20% of. You know, like we were getting a pound off of second and third row. We were getting five, six pounds off the, the other three rows. Crazy. Um, and we do this all by natural growing. You know, like we use dead fish. We use compost tea to break down all of that. Um, this year we're trying this stuff called stoned dust. And it's just, uh, it's it's basically just rock from um i have a friend who owns a blasting company and she she takes the leftover dust that's in the the blasting machines and you put that on your plants and it has calcium magnesium phosphorus uh uh potassium it has almost everything you could need in your plants in, in low amounts and it also helps keep pests away and everything because when you have very fine rock like that like diatomaceous earth is something that gets used for this a lot of the small bugs that like to pester cannabis, they can't really crawl over that they, because their legs get cut up by the really small shards of rock. And it's, it's really helpful to fight off pests. Uh, we do everything natural. <laughs> so we release ladybugs, we release uh, praying mantises. You have to hatch them and, and make them go for babies and everything. Like praying mantises are kind of sensitive. Um, and we did lace wings last year. And yeah, we actually in New England and most places actually that grow hemp, we get this pest called a corn borer and a corn borer is simply just a caterpillar. But this caterpillar loves corn and actually loves hemp so much more than corn because we had corn next to the hemp and uh, didn't touch it. But the hemp was destroyed. Uh, So we would go in. And we would take scalpels. We would identify where I wish I had a picture of this up. We would identify where a borer would bore into the stalk of the plant. Like my fingers, the stalk, it would go boom, a hole here. It would bore up the center of it, eating out the center of the plant and then come up here, make another hole and shit out of it. And the shit creates mold and everything. And they usually come out on the top of the nugs. And so they, they, their poop or their feces, maybe I should use like the proper term, their feces get on the plant and create mold. Um, So what we were doing is, you know, I said there's a hole here and a hole here. So we were cutting with a scalpel this whole section, splitting the plant open, cleaning it out, killing the borer. And then taping it together with grafting tape and the plant would heal itself. And the more we did this, we noticed that the plant started being like, oh, okay, we could fight this off. It seemed like it was like hardening up. Um, There were some plants that were getting destroyed by borers and then a plant right next to it wouldn't get touched at all. We think that it's based off of different terpenes, the smell of the plant. Every plant has a little bit different terpene to it. And uh, bugs tend to like certain ones more than others. So, yes. Oh, last year's harvest was so amazing. Amanda, sorry, I'm getting to your comment late because I'm, I'm blabbering. 
Um, so, uh, what's the next picture I wanted to show in here? This was a, you know, a plant full up, you know, this is just one singular plant. That plant is probably six feet wide. That's mm, probably six feet tall. Um, and it's a savage. That plant ended up getting like almost 10 pounds off of it. This is one of the nugs. As you can see in there, there's a lot of pink. Um, beautiful, beautiful nug structure. We had we, we were blessed last year. It was it was so awesome. Oh, this is another view of just one plant. If you look to the right of that plant, there's a little mini plant there. That's a clone that we put in because, like I said, we, we ripped out males and we ripped out we ripped them out and didn't really know what to do. So then we ended up just cloning and we were like, oh, let's just throw clones in the spots where the males was were so we don't waste space. Even if we don't get much off of them, it's still good. So we didn't train them. We didn't touch them. We just kind of, we barely even watered them. Um, and they got more weight off of these little ones that ended up growing up to the right of the big gigantic one than we did off those first three rows average. Remember how I was saying they, it, the, it sucked on those first three rows. Um, this is another picture of our row system. The row system works out great. So you can get in between them. Uh, the, the plants definitely do get too big. We did, uh, eight foot on center for the, the, the walkways and then six feet between the plants. And they were all touching in all angles, basically. Uh, it was pretty intense. That's a traditional Poland Springs bottle right next to the stock of a plant. As you can notice, the stock of the plant is just as big. <laughs> we grow monsters, guys. Literal monsters. See that? That is our hemp field and flower. Now, people tend to think that hemp <clears throat> is just like for fiber. It doesn't create it doesn't create nugs. Look at that. Would you just look at it? Would you just look at it? Nugs. Nugs galore. And <laughs> we're going to have so many more fucking nugs. It's ridiculous. Uh, we're, we're hopefully going to be growing 20 acres this year. That is my arm next to a top nug. <laughs> now, mind you, the way we train our plants, we don't have one top nug. We have 8 to 10. So it, it's, it massively outweighs growing like a Christmas tree style plant where you just have one central leader going up. You have a lot of weight on that top cola and then not as much all along the sides. It's not as good to grow that way. Trust me. So how do you get it to do that? How do you train it to grow different stems? So let me try to find something that's like stick shaped. Uh, I have a Sharpie. So the plant, this is the plant sticking straight up, right? We had that, that screen. Oh, yeah. Good call. This is why Isaac is my, our production assistant. Shout out to Isaac. Every episode, I got to shout him out at least once. Um, so, yeah, this this marker is a plant, right? Most people plant their plants straight up and down. Now, what we do is we find south and we tip the plant. We tie it down to face south. So what that means is. When you grow this way, you have branches that come out like this on all sides, right? And you have one top nug here. When you tie down like this, all of those side branches now become tops. They come up and it's like a top, 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 top. And it gets that square shape like this. 
So instead, you know, everybody's everybody knows what the traditional Christmas tree looking cannabis looks like. That does not look like it at all. That's because that I could count it has about 10 different head um, tops on it. And that plant was a, was a monster. That was probably one of the six pounders, um, which is insane, especially since we didn't even get in the ground until about this time last year, which is a little bit later than you want to if you're trying to, you know, get mass yield off of your plants. And we still averaged, even with a major mistake of growing crappy strains, we still averaged about 2,000 pounds an acre. So, which is pretty good, which is pretty good. It is so beautiful, Amanda. Hemp is so beautiful. I'm I'm so glad Amanda got to come out to our, our farm last year um when we were we we trimmed off all the big fan leaves so that way we could hang them and they would dry quicker um because we're only interested in the cannabinoids really so we just wanted them to dry and then we would take the nugs and and shuck off all the nugs so you're left with just like the skeleton of the this the main stem of the plant and we would just grind up all the nug because we're processing it into CBD oil. It doesn't matter to stay in nug form. It just weighs space for us. Um, and yeah, so that was pretty fun. You got, uh, I was reeking like weed for probably like a month straight. <laughs> there was no avoiding it. My car, my shoes, I would come home and it would just be clumps of nugs on my feet. Like just hundreds and hundreds of pounds, just, just hanging, hanging. I wish, uh, oh, I still, I think I still can um airdrop the picture of it i totally have a picture of when it was drying and that is a gangster picture i thought i i thought i sent it to my phone earlier but apparently i didn't ding a ding a ding 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 so yeah while i'm downloading this if wherever you're watching make sure you guys are, are sharing and make sure that you subscribe as well I have this on audio. I mean, this might be an awkward one for audio <laughs> uh, just because there's a lot of pictures involved. So this is probably, you know, a better one for um, for for video, but to each their own. I like I like audio sometimes and most of the time, actually. Um, and I'm, like when I'm, I'll be listening to Rogan and he's trying to explain, you know, what's going on on the screen um that you can't see which is kind of awkward sometimes so i get y'all's pain my bad <laughs> uh -huh. got it to work guys i'm plopping it up right now plop plop plop's a weird word isn't it plop plop <laughs> all right here we go it's uploading to the thing now let me take this banner down so you guys can see it all right now this is what we called the cannabis graveyard now we had uh probably about i don't know a couple hundred those are clothing racks that the cannabis is hanging on we just we stuck the whole plant that's whole plants just hanging off there um goes about 100 feet in that's just the beginning of it um and we just kind of hung them over the clothing racks and they dried great we put plastic on the floor we put plastic all around them black plastic because you want to dry in the dark it's to preserve terpenes and cannabinoids uh, had two industrial sized dehumidifiers running in there and yeah it was it was a beautiful thing i really missed that but there was there was no way that you could leave there without smelling like bud and uh this is you know my final show off picture for us 
everybody likes to say that you can't grow uh, nugs like traditional cannabis with hemp. I say nay. Look at that. Look at it. Come on, son. Those are those things, those nugs, you could have cut off one of the branches and clubbed somebody over the head with it and probably killed them. <laughs> so uh, it's it was heavy as hell. Um, yeah. So like I said, we use organics to get there. We, we hang dry. We're going to be doing things a little bit differently this year. We learned a lot of lessons uh, from last year. And in doing it at scale, you got to adjust some things, right? Last year, we hand-watered. We would uh, fill 55-gallon barrels with, with water. We would pH it to the level that we want, adding acid acid to it, um, and then adding, like, our compost tea or some. sometimes we would use, like, a, a biofish. Um, and then we would hand water. We'd give them half a gallon each, full gallon each, you know. Like, it was it was a lot of work. At scale, what you do is you put drip lines and it's all automated and it gets a certain amount of water every single day or every other day or once a week, whatever you want to do. We would do it once a week. That's our true. That's our way of watering. Uh, so long as the weather permits. Um, no, Amanda, the cannabis graveyard is not sad. It's like the happiest graveyard ever. I, I cried happy tears in that place. I was like, damn, we we did it. Y'all, we did it like. We did it. People, people failed at this. They, they, you know, like we didn't have a drying solution last year. This year we're um, having like a specialized shipping container with a drying solution in there. That's going to be dropped right on our, on our farm. So, you know, we're, uh, we've thought about this. We're going to, instead of, you know, hanging the whole plant, we're going to take the nugs off all the plants with like a a field shucker. So you just put it through a thing. Uh, It has like a little hole like this. And you put the stem through and it pops off all the nugs on the other side and just pulls the stem through the other side. And then you grind up the stems. And we have some ideas with that, too, that we're going to we're going to be doing uh, basically no waste this year. And it's going to be a phenomenal thing. We're hoping to come out with some very um, specialized terpenes that not many people have because you got to really do some special stuff to get them. Um, so. That should be fun. Um, yeah so i think that's like all the babbling i have to do about last year and and you know we we have i have two very long very important meetings this week uh we all do the the whole urban acres higher up has has meetings this week so we're working on something potentially exciting if everything works out the way that we're hoping it does it will be amazing uh we're not talking about it you know for a little bit um but stay tuned you know it's gonna be big uh also like i was saying at the beginning of the shows the natick mall is opening tomorrow um i'm still figuring out who's gonna work it and everything so that'll be tonight's job after this is just figuring out schedules because now it's like just last minute they're like hey by the way guys we're opening tomorrow yay so uh massachusetts is supposed to go into phase two tomorrow and uh i guess malls are included in that so i suspect the dartmouth mall will be open this week as well um if not next week and we'll be fully rolling in both locations so please 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 come see us uh it's been (laughs) three months of no actually yeah three months of no sales it's been rough we survived 
Um, our thank God for our employees. Y'all are amazing doing live videos and sharing with all your friends and, and just bringing so much awareness. Um, somehow we weren't able to grab all of our mall customers and bring them online. We were just nailing getting new customers, um, which I'm super appreciative of y'all for. Uh, I know I've worked hard for it too. As a team, we just we're we're kick ass, and hopefully we can make some moves to make that team even stronger here. Um, and I feel like I had another announcement. I feel like I had another announcement. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. And if I think about it, uh, I'll just post about it later or something. But I wanted to keep tonight short and sweet. It's Sunday night. Didn't want to keep you all too long. Um, spend time with your families or friends or, you know, with yourself. It's important. Things are about to get back to normal in the world. So take the rest of the night and really just oosah, you know, like get yourself good, get yourself good um, to get back into the crazy world. And I think people are going to be um, a little nervous, a little bit worried. So be prepared for that kind of energy being around you and, you know, try to be the light. We made it through this. Um, I think, I hope that by this all reopening, we could start gaining more immunities to different diseases and everything and build up our immune system. So if there is a next round, we can all just be asymptomatic to it and it's not even a big deal. Um, so that's my hope. Thank you guys for listening. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Good vibes to you. And I will see y'all tomorrow night. Peace.